watch it. Drink it in. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Big Six Podcast. This is episode 16, and I'm your host, Demille, and I'm joined with Ethan. Hello. Matt. Yo, what's up? And Dan. All right, guys. There it is. Great um, start to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today we'll just be, um, you know, going over the the key um, fixtures um, that happened in the mid uh, well, weekend fixtures, and then we'll be talking also about, you know, PFA and PFA Team of the Year and all of that stuff. Um, and also potentially, um, well, not potentially, we'll be going over through um, European fixtures and also UCL fixtures. So we'll start on we'll start on um, the the Merseyside derby. Actually, we um, we saw that Everton won and probably yeah convincingly against Liverpool two nil. Um, and you know, Anfield. I think they've lost um, Liverpool. I think they lost in Anfield four four in a row now, having had their having had their record for. I think nearly four years. So, I mean, personally, I think that they've they nearly just they've run out of ideas. I've been listening to to Gary Neville. Um, I've been listening to his podcast, and he's 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 all, he's saying Klopp's like run out Gave of us ideas. A guest one of these times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he's been um, saying that they've they've run out of ideas. Um, it's almost like it's been that four seasons now, and it's hard for any team to sustain, to sustain that kind of level of performance for, you know, four seasons in a row. You know, when we go back to the the, the start of their, their record, it, it was four seasons, wasn't it? So, and now, now it's gone to like the, the start of four, uh, you know, to the four years. You we're, we're seeing that they can't really sustain it, um, the level of performance. And so, I should, obviously, there's been some rumours about it but I'm just, I'm not really sure myself. But I asked, I asked you guys whether um, if there's is there any chance of Klopp being um, sacked or or even like just him walking out of the job, you know? And will he ever be able to rebuild his team to a level to win the league again? It's a tough one, really. I can't see him getting sacked just because if they were to sack him, like that's massive heat on the owners. Then, like, because let's be fair. They haven't given him enough back in throughout his tenure, I don't think, really, to be obviously they kept up their sort of incredible form for two seasons, really. So you had the one when they nearly won the league and then obviously the one where they did. And before that they were miles off what they were then. And then obviously this year has been a big fall off. And with the lack of investment really, I think it is especially hard for a team to keep up that sort of level. So I can't see him getting sacked. I think it's more likely he'll walk, but to be honest, I can't see that happening either. Really, like obviously it's a possibility, but maybe if they get if, knocked if out, they or... don't, if they don't get Champions yeah. League, do you think um, he'll get sacked? Do you think he'll walk? No. Who are they getting in if they suck him? Though? I don't think there's any way he gets sacked. To be honest, but then unless again, if like, no, I just don't see it. Obviously, it comes to the question that you just touched on. If <laughs> I don't, I don't know if I can personally see a Klopp Liverpool winning the league again because like the the, the squad is quite stale now, like. The warning signs were there last year when the squad was massively aging and stuff like that. And now it's sort of happening and players aren't performing to the highest level. It, it's getting to a point where the squad actually might need a bigger overhaul than people may think. Realistically, when you win the league, you, you know how hard it is to retain the title. Um, like City went through that, obviously, that was a year where they fell off a bit. And they had to, you know, they had to invest and they had to diversify the ideas. Liverpool can't come back in the same way they did last year. And expect to, you know, go on the same length as they did, even with the injuries they've had. You've got to diversify and change, change up, buy new players and stuff. Like obviously, Jota was a great signing for them, but unfortunately, he's been injured, so it's, it's tough for them, really. Well, it's like um, Ethan said a minute ago. Um, where who would Liverpool get in in place of him? But also, what job would Klopp get? What better national team that's it and that's only if he wants it not if he could easily go to like, like Madrid like we were speaking about this a few weeks ago they're potentially going to not have a manager soon Barca are not going to have a manager soon I don't think he's struggled to go elsewhere to be honest I'm sure he could go anywhere mm-hmm. but I just can't see him anywhere other than Liverpool or German national team 
I, I personally don't think he'll leave anyway. Um, not this season. No matter. I think no matter what happens this season, I think Liverpool have just written it off now. I don't think they've got any expectations for it. Obviously, they'll be desperate to get top four, but I think they wouldn't be surprised if they didn't get it. Um, and that's not Klopp's fault. Like you've said, he's not been backed enough. Um, but it's, you've also got to pin some form of blame on Klopp because he's a world-class manager who only has one idea, only one system. Um, so it's just a bit of like... And it, it always comes into question about him playing the same starting eleven for the past three years, which, yes, is his fault. But again, as Liverpool fans love to remind us, you look at the the bench, that's not a Premier League winning bench. Um, it's Premier League winning starting eleven. But you take out Salah for Origi, you take out, sorry, Firmino for Origi, Salah for Shaqiri, and then it's gone downhill massively. Mm. Um, but no, I, I don't think he'll get sacked. I, don't, I think it all depends on next season, but I still think they've got way too far to catch up on City, to be honest. Realistically, though, like, where, where do they go from here? Obviously, Van Dijk is going to come back next season, but... I doubt he's going to keep up the level of brilliance he did before his injury. I'm sure he'll still be world-class, but obviously the, the, the centre-back next to him, whoever it is, is not great unless they drop Fabinho back there uh, permanently. Obviously, the midfield has always been a problem. Thiago's coming, not really at the ground running. They haven't got anyone who can create or score from midfield. And then you look at the front three, obviously Salah's had a, had a decent season, obviously, to his standards. Mane's been pretty poor. I don't know if that's going to be a worry long-term or not. And Firmino can't score. So like it's I really think, needs to I be think, replaced. Which yeah, I think you need to like it, at this time. You know, four seasons have gone now with the same squad. I think there will be some sort of change to that starting eleven. But I think if I put my money on it, I think one of the front three will probably leave. Maybe Firmino. Maybe they get someone else in. Maybe. Well, would um, the thing is though, the most likely one to leave is either Salah or Mane because of how much they bring in. What's the most you think they could get for Firmino? I don't know. Not... No, he's not. 50, yeah. 60. Yeah. That's my point. The thing is, though, Salah or Mane would take a lot of money to get away from Liverpool. But, but I, th- I think, like, Liverpool are no, are no um, you know, scums, you know. They, they, actually, they actually get what they're worth, you know. I think people, I mean, a team would, would pay good money for Firmino. I don't think, like, they'll, def- they'll definitely make profit because I, I, don't, I don't know how much Firmino came for, but you'd, they'll certainly make profit on it. So I don't think it's a case of... Um, days he's not valuable or he's not worth selling or something like that. But but um, where I'm thinking about it, or where I'm coming from, is that you're saying Ethan's saying um, you may need change for like a, a overhaul, and I don't I don't think that's that's necessary. I don't think it's as bad as it always is. I think it's maybe what maybe one change to that. You look, look what happened when Jota came in; they were they were doing well. He gets injured, and it's the same stale front three. Um, so you know, maybe it's a uh, a change in the defense when Van Dijk comes back. You get another. Um, they get implement Carney for for example. Then they're they're solid again. It's getting by and Um, so you know, like if oh sorry, sorry that's my bad. Yeah, he's going by and maybe if he gets like Konate yeah. or, or sorry. Um, but you know, like one signing can change everything. And I I still believe that Liverpool are a good squad and. Obviously now they're outside the top four, but I do reckon they'll get back. At, you know, like he doesn't just go. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they can't. I, I think it'll be a bit. I it wouldn't surprise me if Liverpool right back up there next season. Yeah, in like a similar fashion to, like fairly comparable with what happened with City when everyone was like, "Always oh, Pep the right guy." You know, City seemed to the, be the going thing, on the thing a is, bad the track. The thing City is that they they finished second, so they would actually be back with Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. With, with Liverpool, yeah, you know that's where that, that is, it's actually concerning right now, like where they are. But luckily, like I say, luckily, you know they're not Chelsea. You know they're not ruthless. They give people a chance. They they, they go through rough, rough patches, and I I don't expect Klopp to be sacked or anything like that. I don't think I don't think he'll walk um, unless he gets bored. You know people get bored of jobs, but um, yeah. Uh, that's my that's, that's what I think on Klopp. I don't think he'll get sacked. I don't think he'll walk. I think next season they will be back up. 
Um, and I think he'll only take like one or two signings to actually um, make them good again, or make them refreshed. I think next next season they will be a lot better than what they are. But even if they do get a few new players in, it's still going to be a jam-packed schedule for them. Players have still got the Euros, so they're going to be they're going to have an even longer summer. Um, some of them will only just be coming back from injury. I don't know if any of you saw, but the photo of Van Dijk. He's slimmed away down. He's lost loads. It looks like he's lost loads of muscle anyway. Um, so, although he's going to be a massive game coming back, he's not going to be the player he was. Um, so, I just feel like they're not going to be able to address all of their issues this summer. And I feel like that's where they might start to fade away. And also, actually, uh, we've been talking about uh, midfield having no, no chances. Like, they don't create any chances. But it's actually had where they where they had success is from the um the fullbacks, Trent and Alexander, Trent and Robertson. And um yeah, that that's that's just that's what I'll just say. Like if they get back to, to their level of form again then we'll probably see a different Liverpool side. But um I think I think we've rambled on enough now on, on Klopp and Liverpool. So we'll move on. Um because there's actually another derby that went on, the London derby between West Ham and Spurs. And um, it actually ended up West Ham 2-1 against Spurs. Worthy winners again as well. And I just want to ask is, if West Ham, you know, is there any serious chance? Like, Because obviously they're top four now, but you know we expect them to, to drop off soon. But is there any chance they could finish in top four? Because Moyes has, has been a class um, recruitment. He, he's done a class job. He's brought in amazing players. Um, and yeah, I just want to. I just want to ask: is, is there a chance, or is there an outside chance, or is it? It's just gonna, you know, yes. go down. If they keep their players fit, there's no reason they can't. As crazy as it sounds to think West Ham getting top four with the position they're in now, um, with the fact that they give pretty much any team in the league a really tough game, it's completely possible. But I think it just depends on keeping players fit, really. And, yeah, consistency. That continues. I think there's definitely a chance. You've got to say there's a chance. And I feel like, like obviously, they're, mainly they'll be looking down, obviously, at the moment. They're above Liverpool. They're above Chelsea. But you, they could look up as well because, like, we know what Leicester are like. They always find a way to bottle it. And we've got a very tough run of games. So they don't really just need to look down. They can look up as well. And I think one of them obviously they're up they didn't expect to be up there a lot of people tip them to go down but they've just got to keep doing their own job try try not to look at other teams just keep winning and there's obviously a chance like we've kept we've said on this pod all year there's a chance for someone unexpected to break in I mean you suppose Leicester are a little bit unexpected but if Leicester and West Ham yeah. finish in the top four that is mental that would be hilarious yeah. the thing is though West Ham is such a weird team you said people tip them to go down I think rightly so as well last year they scraped really they scraped through going down if they played how they did towards the end of the season. And this season, this is what I kind of love about, like, some teams are just so unpredictable. Like, who on earth? Like, like when they first got, what was it, Bolian or whatever? Um, they, they bought it, you know, for European nights and stuff like that, and it's not come about at all. But then the moment everyone seems to think they're a proper, like, done-for club, they end up going for a bit of a European uh, battle, which is pretty crazy how it all turns out, really. I'd, I'd like to see them get top four. Um, obviously, who wouldn't like to see a massive underdogs um, do well? But at the same time, I'd, I'd prefer them to get Europa League because it's the same with every club. When they overperform, there's a massive drop-off the season after. Um, it happened with Sheffield United. It happened with Wolves. It happened with Burnley. Um, happened with Leicester when they won the league. Um, obviously, it's not quite the same extent, um, but stuff like that does happen, and it's bound to happen to West Ham. Um, they're not they're not going to stay up here because obviously the bigger teams around them are going to improve. Um, Liverpool will come back, and that's one place taken away from them. Chelsea will most likely improve. I mean, I don't see Spurs doing anything. Um, but I think if they just go about their own business and they don't drop points to the other um, top half, like United or Leicester, I don't know if they've still got Leicester to play. Um, I know they've got United to play, though. If they 
draw or win those games, they have every chance, obviously. They're in a very good position at the moment. So how much yeah, I'd say I'll say they they have a chance as well. I just, I just it's down to whether Antonio stays fit, in my opinion. If and if he gets injured then you know who who's gonna who's gonna come in with Antonio, who's gonna replace Antonio and do the same job. Not no one really Jesse Lungard. You can't uh, get off. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> fair play to him. It's really good yeah, to see him yeah. get out Honestly, of United after because when you're going through tough issues, being at a club like United, it's not going to be the most forgiving. Whereas going to a club like West Ham, I think suits him perfectly. Can link up like English players, obviously his uh, friends and stuff. And I think it just suits him far better. Can you really see, prove a point. You can see he, he's he's loving it, can't you? He, he already has um, some friendships built with. Um, Declan Rice especially. Got Pablo Fornells, like, dancing. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, on Jesse Lingard, I think, I've like, we've always knew he's, he's actually been a, a good player. You know, he's, he's played for England, like, two years ago. You know, he, like, talent doesn't doesn't just go. Just, you know, unfortunate circumstances have left him, um, you know, not needed at United. But that's not to say that he's still not a quality player. And when you go to West Ham, he has the chance to then show that he has a, that he's a quality player, and right now he is he's showing it, and I'm so so happy for him. Honestly, how, mu- how many I years he got left on his contract for for United? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because like, how much do you think United would ask for him if he continues his form for West Ham? I think I think we could we could get like a, a cheeky at thirty mil. I'd say thirty mil, maybe. That's I'd say I think I think twenty to twenty five anywhere around that. Fair enough. If if um yeah, especially the people we have in charge actually as well. So yeah, to, ten million probably, tax, probably, probably five mil. <laughs> I do um, think though, if if they no, do yeah. want him, obviously like it'd be nice if we could try and get Declan Rice come the other way. But I was gonna say, I feel like he's the only player that would probably go at the end of the season because obviously when a team overperforms, you gen- genuinely see them get ripped apart. But I look at their team and as good as Sochak's been, I can't really see him being snatched by one of the bigger clubs and obviously yeah Neither. Ben Rama's only just come I don't think he'll go obviously I can't see the likes of Antonio Crasval etc being on top of the agendas of a lot of clubs so I feel like whatever happens this season they'll manage to keep the whole of the squad together which whether it's Champions League Europa League you'd like to think they'll come top seven they'll be able to have quite a good crack at Europe and then have a good crack at the league again I think next season yeah um, yes that's some, we summed up perfectly there for West Ham. Um, we can move on to... Um, uh, yeah, so now we can move on to... Well, Ancelotti's Everton, you know. They finally won at, um, at Anfield. Um, and we've seen them over the years, Everton at Anfield. They've, they've been weak, spineless, you know, and have no belief. But now Ancelotti's coming in. And in the big games, they, they've been doing well. They've had, like, some resilience... Um, they've got the, the better players for it, obviously, and, and Ancelotti's the better coach. So uh, I'll pose the question now: um, Where do you think um, they can realistically go? Under this season, Ancelotti? or oh. this season, this season, and and in the future? Um, uh, I mean, start, start this season. Everton are a bit of an odd team. They're so reliant on certain players who are often injured. Like, obviously, James Rodriguez has been injured quite a lot, but whenever he's played, they've looked a significantly better side. Likewise with Allen and Calvert-Lewin's been missing a bit as of late, which is impressive for them to obviously beat Liverpool without Calvert-Lewin. For, obviously, he came on, but generally, um, I don't know, to be honest. Like, with how the league is this season, I think they'll get higher than they will in any other, like, season under Ancelotti. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if they managed to get, like... Top six to top eight, they could finish below that, obviously, but wouldn't surprise me at all. But I think next season and such, they won't be as strong. That's just with all the money they've spent, though, they've got to be getting in that top yeah. seven, like especially this season when Arsenal and Tottenham are like ninth and tenth. Obviously, Chelsea are not great. You know, Liverpool are at their worst. No ever. one's convincing. Yeah, but like they, no one. Bar City, at no what point do you say they put this? Obviously, I, I also think they need a bit more work to do. Like their squad last season, oh god, for how much money they've spent, like it needed a massive overhaul. And they've done some good moves in the summer, but I still think they need a little bit more. But then again, you say all the better teams will be better next season. It's the same as what we were saying with West Ham. So I don't know. I, it's a difficult one. They need them. a keeper badly, in my opinion, because they cut the. Both keepers are just so hit and miss for me. 
they can have unreal games and make unreal saves and then just let in the most stupid thing. Mm. So they really need to be after a goalkeeper who's reliable. And if that means putting a lot of money into it, then that's what I think they should do. That should be like a priority position because you see how many games it costs them. But they're still... Just so do, do, do you think, do you think um, Ancelotti will be demanding board to spend yeah. on some players? Do you think, do you think he'll, he'll get the back in? Yeah. You know, he's Ancelotti. Is I think opinion. so. Yeah. They, yeah, they prove if he does, if he does they get back in, and if, does Ancelotti, get back in. If, if they do get top six, for example, then Angelotti can beat them. You know what? You gave me money. I showed you what I can do with money. Now, you know, if you back me even more, then I can take Everton even higher. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Dan, what do you think? Yeah. Actually, I kind of agree with everything that's been said. Um, I agree that they need a new goalkeeper. Um, and I think unless they spend. I think this is the highest they'll get. I don't think they're going to get Champions League this season. And I think it's going to be very tough for them to get Europa League. I know they're not in prime position, but they're in a good position at the moment. But they've, they're just too hit and miss. Um, like one game, they can be absolutely amazing. The next game, they lose to Fulham. Yeah. Um, I know Fulham are a good side, but it just shows the level of... Um, their squad level. They're not the often convincing they, they either. Like, from... It's a lot of the time just certain players which will really help them. Like obviously, Calvert Lewin set pieces have done them a lot of good this season. Yeah, um, I feel like they will spend more, but I don't really know where they're going to spend. Like they've got a solid midfield, they've got a solid attack. Probably. I don't. I think defense is quite good right for Everton. Back. I think Godfrey. They need a right back. They need to get a right back because obviously Coleman, he had came off that injury. He's he's been his longevity is unbelievable in the Prem. But you've got to get someone who can be a first team right back. But it's it's tough in this very very congested market. Obviously, as I said, Godfrey is a great signing. Keane's I been clutch. I don't for think. Him. I don't think Mina's good enough. No, neither. I, I don't. I think half the problem is as a backup, though, like whatever. But, they have a lot of the problems that a lot of the bigger clubs do against the lower sides. That they just like they rely too much on James Rodriguez. Like he's a fantastic player, but he's a bit of a luxury player because I don't think you can really rely on him to drag you through a game. And like obviously against Fulham, he's like their only sort of source of creativity, and he gets subbed off after every game after sixty minutes because he ain't got the legs. Like they need yeah. a bit more because obviously Gilfie Sigurdsson is not great anymore. Like as soon as Alan's out, they're playing players like. Tom Davies and Gomez, who are not very good. Let's be real. I think they yeah they need they need to depth badly because the gap from their top squad to the second squad is absolutely massive. They've got some really good players. Like I I, I like Takori. I'm not the biggest fan of him. I don't think he's unbelievable, but I think he's all right. But I think he could be upgraded on. They got someone like Allen, but he's struggled to stay fit for quite a lot of the season. So if you're not playing Allen, you're playing, as you say, someone like Tom Davies or Andrew Gomez, who's just not very good, to be honest. Yeah, you're right. I, I think they need, as harsh as it sounds, because of how good they've been this season, they just need, if they want to get to that extra level, the top four, they're going to need, as harsh as it sounds, near enough an entire new team. I personally no, let, let, let think... me speak because I actually sort of agree with this, but go on. No, I, I get it as well. What because what what player in that team is Champions League level? You could argue Richarlison and Calvert Lewin. I don't think you're gonna agree with it. me here, but I genuinely think someone like Ben Godfrey will be. Ben Godfrey's quality. I think he's mm. brilliant. I don't think Yeah, but then you could look at Leicester's Champions team and say the same, like though. they haven't got he, many. Yeah, like, like as as a unit they're amazing. Uh, he's, a, he's saying Champions League like top top Champions League because they're, they're Champions League teams that are awful in there. No, just to get into oh, our okay. top four. Okay. Like Leicester Leicester missed out last season and they're gonna presumably comfortably get in this season when well, everyone else has dropped off. But I don't I don't Leicester, think I don't think the I think what yeah, I agree with you, but that's like you know, everything getting Champions League. That we're not, we're never talking about that. I don't, I don't think. I'm just like, defo, defo, Europe. But when yeah, you no, spend I that much that. money, like because, 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 because the other scores, because the other scores, they've got, a, and they, and they've been, and then be, they've been better um, before that. They've got know? to start seeing results yeah. on how much they've spent. I, I don't, I don't actually think you need to be an amazing team to get in the top four. To be honest, like there's, 
No. How, the, le- the league has been below par for a long time. But what I was saying, I agree with Dan's point, is if you look at their squad before this window, you're looking at how many above-average players, like Luca Dean, Cavalier and Richardson, that's probably it. Like Other than that, their squad was in Taz. Obviously, they did some great business by bringing in Decore and Allen, James Rodriguez and Ben Goffrey. Brilliant signings, all of them. And that sort of turned them into, like not being funny last before this season, they were mid-table. Like, they were yeah. mid-table media. Well, I think if all four of those were always fit, they, they could have could have even done better than they have this season. Because the league this season is so strange. It's hard to define a team by their league position. But you're saying, you're saying Everton's underachieving right now? Not underachieving, but they have missed a lot of their best players, I'm saying. Which you could say for every other team as well. But a lot of games, if they had Hammers, Rodriguez fit or Allen fit, they easily could have won. It's it's always hypotheticals, and you can make this exact point for a ton of other teams. But if you have the depth required to get around it, then maybe get more points. I see. I see. I see what you, you guys are saying. Yeah, I think. I, 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 see, I see what you're saying as well. Uh, by the way, but, the table is wild, right? I'm not yeah, saying like, Everton are some like top four team. It's exactly. just this, and the table is completely like it could be anything. So they're they're on the same point as Liverpool with a game in hand. You know, so like. And, and they're seventh right now, you know. So they're and they're in a Europa spot. Um, I just like, yeah. I think I think we're putting too much expectation on Everton. I know I know they spent big money, but I think if the I think if they miss out on Europa League this season, which they very well could if they fall, then off, they will be underachieving. Um, yeah. Obviously, for the yeah, season they've like... had, considering how hard it will be to get European football in the future, I think it's their best opportunity. To, for yeah, the season they've had. And for the season, everyone else had, like you said, the, I think the board and Ancelotti and probably the players will be disappointed if they don't secure Europa League this season. The level they started at, and yeah, they had a drop off, but they've kind of maintained a very solid level. They, I think they'll have underachieved if they don't get Europa League this season. But then again, there's always going to be some underachieving because. Just Ancelotti's never got no. lower than top six with any team he's managed. Other than last season, yeah. June. Full season. Yeah, bar that, yeah. Oh, oh I've got another interesting stat, actually. Yeah. But he kind of took over. Like, based on Everton, Ancelotti has now beat Liverpool with five different clubs. Could you name them? Yeah. Uh, you've got Napoli, Bayern, Chelsea. Real Madrid, Chelsea. There you go, Everton. easy. That's pretty impressive, considering he's only Celtic. managed two teams in England. I thought. That is pretty mad. I remember yeah, that Napoli that game winning in the uh, group stages. That was pretty mad. Big, big up David Ospina. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, that's probably about, about it, um, isn't it? I mean, I think, yeah. obviously, with all yeah. the investment that they've put in, I think they do need to start seeing results. But I don't think you can blame it on Ancelotti and the current crop of players. I just think, in the last couple of years, the recruitment has just been... Well, recruitment of players and managers has been awful. I'll just, I'll just say, I think... That, yeah, I agree with that, but the result would be getting getting Europa League. Yeah, I'm sure that sports would be happy with but that. I, th- I think, yeah. Yeah. Right, guys, now we're going to be um, discussing uh, PFA Player of the Year and Young Player of the Year. Um, there's actually a lot of candidates this season, um, especially with Young Player of the Year. You've got the likes of well, Diaz, Rashford, Saka, Foden, Neto even. Um I'll ask, I'll ask for young player of the year first. I'll ask um, Dan, um, who do you think will, who do you think, or yeah, who do you think will get? Just move on. We know what he's going to say. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know because I doubt Diaz would win both player of the year and young player of the year. So my nomination is for him is player of the year, but young player, I'd probably, I want to say Foden, but I feel like he's not played enough to earn it. Um, so I'd probably have to go with Rashford. I feel like he'll get he's done well this season. Ethan will um, say something right. about that afterwards. So I imagine right. uh, we'll, we'll, move, we'll move swiftly on to Matt. What do you think? It's a tough one for me because um, there's a, there's a lot of great contenders. Harvey Barnes, I think, one also who's oh, done really oh, really yeah, well. Uh, obviously, yeah, Pedro has done brilliantly for Wolves. Obviously, Foden's been brilliant for City, but at times he hasn't played quite as much as the others. So maybe I won't put him in this debate just for that reason. How old's Yuri Tillemans? He's a bit too old, isn't it? Not that he'd be mm, like a, I'm not sure actually. Player either, but. I'll um, just check quickly. Yeah, perfect. While you while you check, I'll just say 
obviously Rashford, he went for a bit of a, I think, like a few games spell, but generally he's been brilliant for United. Tielemans can get it. Yeah, T- Tielemans has been brilliant. And then obviously Fafana and Justin, but sadly injury will mean Justin has no chance in Fafana. I think he's injured at the moment. And he's been brilliant obviously yeah. coming. But I-, I just wish they changed the award um, from under 23 to like under 20. Because it doesn't make sense to me. It's a young player of the year, yet someone like Diaz, like, it's inevitable he need, he deserves to win it. If he wins, but surely, can he get both? Yeah, you can. Ronaldo yeah, you can. Yeah. It's just inevitable he'll get both then, isn't it, really? And I don't think he will. I, might, I don't think he will. I know. might be very biased here, but I think Saka deserves it. That may be very biased, I don't know. But I think he's always been a stand-up player. Got a lot of goals and assists in an underperforming side. And really coming to his own. Yeah. For us. We will we'll go we'll go straight to Ethan and then we can discuss later. But yeah, Ethan. Should... I'll have to say, considering you can win both, it's gotta be Diaz. Like Diaz has been the best out of that crop of players. Yeah. But I, I agree with Matt in the fact that I think he should actually be a young player because Diaz isn't really a young player, is he? Like, I wouldn't even say Rashford's a young player anymore. No. But like Diaz, yeah, Diaz for me, he's definitely been the best out of that crop. Yeah, that's completely fair. Go yeah, on, um, you know. Me personally I, I... Yeah, I'd have to have to say Diaz, don't I? But um, I'd I'd love Rashford to win. He he does deserve it as well. Um, a lot of players deserve it. Saka, um, Matt, again, like he he's played for Arsenal. You know, Arsenal they've been awful this season. Um, and Saka's stood out. He, he's been he's been their leader. Um, and and he shouldn't be the leader. Like Bamiyang should be the leader. Our leader, so, our yeah, captain. Good lord, don't really yeah. Well. Like. Um, from a neutral point of view, Saka is the bright spark in Arsenal. You know, he's the one that, that carries everything going. Um, he, he's the one that um, makes things happen. Um, and, and he is that leader, um, setting, setting by example. And how old is he? Is he 20? 19, I think. Nin- 19, wow. So, yeah. Um, I think Diaz, Rashford and Saka are my, you know, three top um, players that deserve it. Um, um, so... Yeah, that that's 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 that. I'll say, Matt. Um, do you wanna do you wanna say your piece on Saka? Why you think he should? Well, why you think um, he she should get it? I mean, I, I realistically, you could easily say a lot for most players, but Saka, I think, obviously, he's played pretty much every minute. He's been someone who just won't even be dropped by all, obviously. Um, but he's got a lot of goals and assists in a very underperforming side. He's done a lot of great defensive work, obviously being played all over the place. This season, he's found his, he's found his own, really, at right wing, where he's got, I think, I think at one point he had like nine goal assists in nine games at right wing or something like that. Um, and he's already just seems like one of the most complete wingers about, like right now, even at 19. He just seems so, like, so composed on the ball, his decision-making, which is his best aspect, probably. It's just what makes him so good, really. Yeah. That's what that really is to it. Nice, yeah. I, I, I agree completely, actually. Um, Dan, do you want to um, say for all of us what, why you think Diaz is the worthy winner of Young Player of the Year? Well, like I said, I think if... It, I feel like he should win both, but I don't think he will. So I'd rather him win Player of the Year. But Young Player of the Year, obviously, I do agree, I do agree with what you are saying. Like, he is too old. Um, but for the... Going by the rules, he's the best candidate for it. Um, 100%. I don't think any player has come into the Premier League and made an instant impact like he has. Obviously, you can argue Bruno has. Um, Van Dijk was already in the Premier League before going to Liverpool. And he literally got thrown in straight away. He signed on like the Wednesday or the Thursday. He played against Leeds on the Saturday. Um so and he's I think he's only missed one game through injury this season. Um That was a few games ago, just, wasn't it? Yeah. Um it was just because he had like a stomach bug. Um but honestly he's just he's just been phenomenal. Like I, I joked uh, um in a tweet before that said we should trademark his um block where he's on the floor before the defender even decides to shoot. The amount of times we've seen him do that this season it's just, I think the best one was against Villa when, I can't remember who it was now, but someone put the ball in across the box and he was on the ground before he'd even lifted his leg up to kick it. Um, so just, 
his interpretation and, like I said, his impact has just been unbelievable this season. Can't argue with that. Yeah, I don't think anyone can argue. I think we think Saka as well, I think Diaz ultimately 100% deserves it, but I'm more talking, obviously, in the term of if you couldn't win, obviously you can win both. But it's, it's a tough one to say anyone other than Diaz, to be honest, for how good he's been and how influential he's been. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there is actually any um, real point in saying um, Rashford, to be, uh, discussing Rashford. I think I think Dan summed up um, perfectly for, for why Diaz should be you know, to stand up candidate and rightly so. Um so we'll move on to um you know PFA, the main one, PFA player of the year. And um again there were strong candidates for this one. You obviously got Diaz, then you got Bruno, you got um lots of Kane, Son, um Salah's up there as well. Um so I'll I'll go to Ethan this time. Who do you think um will win PFA player of the year? I think Actually, 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 who who, who do you think yeah, will yeah, win yeah. it, and who you would who would you like oh, to see? I think win I, it? I do think Bruno will win it at the moment. Obviously, I'd like to see him win it as well. But I think there's three main candidates. Obviously, him, and then the other two probably Gundogan and Diaz. It's it's so hard to. I think well, yeah, the front two have got to be Diaz and Bruno for me. Like Gundogan's been great, but I think they're the front, sort of front two front runners, and it's so hard to compare an attacking midfielder to a centre back, like compared on impact and stuff like that, isn't it really? Obviously, without Bruno, we'd probably be like eighth. I don't know if Arsenal and Tottenham, but obviously without DLC, we're shipping five to Leicester and we're all over the place. So both of them, both of them have like they've been, they've been amazing to their teams and they're crucial in an ideal world. Obviously, Bruno wins Perrier, Diaz wins Young Perrier. They both get um, both get a shout, which actually is what I think will happen. I think that's the way it will go. Am I allowed to sit on the fence? No, no. Yeah, you have to make. I'm going Bruno then. Just the bias in me, but they've both been phenomenal, and either one would be a worthy winner. Okay, um, um, Dan, what do you think? Um, literally the exact same. Um, I feel like Diaz, Diaz's impact is obviously won us the league. Um, whereas Bruno's obviously, even though it's still a massive impact, it's not got him as far as Diaz has, um, which isn't his fault. He's just, he's in a completely different squad that just isn't as good as um, the teammates Diaz is surrounded by. But, yeah, in for a United fan, in, in an ideal world, it would be Bruno wins player of the year, Diaz wins young player of the year. For As a City fan, I want to see him win both, um, which I honestly, right now, I think Bruno wins Player of the Year. Um, so, I'd like to see Diaz win it, obviously. I'd love to. Um, but I'm going to go with... I think Diaz deserves it, but I'm going to say Bruno wins it and Diaz gets young player. Nice. Um, <laughs> Matt, um, come to you next. I'm going to throw in some names which haven't been said before. Um, as you do. First of all... I was going to say, you always do this. Yeah, I, I don't want to go for the normal. Um, first of all, Jack Greenish. Unbelievable this season. Right up there. Um, other one, John Stones. Obviously, Diaz will Aww. get all the plaudits, but I'm not just saying this because Dan's here. I genuinely think like, Stones deserve just as much credit as Diaz. Like His revival this season has been unbelievable. Obviously, Diaz, as I say, will get all the credit, but... I think Stones, not just how composed he is on the ball and how he's been, like generally, just how good defensively he is, how much more aware. Like, even that shoulder bar yesterday on Aubameyang, like, <laughs> just so much better than he used to be. <laughs> he went flying. <laughs> yeah, um, but other than that, uh, obviously, Bruno's up there, Salah's up there. Harry Kane definitely deserves a very high up mention, but I think Gundogan as well. It wouldn't surprise me to see him win it. Yeah, I think that's a good shout. Gundogan's got to be considered as well, as right up there. Massively. I think whoever, if City yeah, I, win the league, I can't, I feel like it will be either Gundogan or Diaz. I can't see. Pick one then. Uh, all right, sorry. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go, it, it will be Diaz because of the Van Dyke narrative I'm going to say. Okay. Um, quickly, um, you know, um, Matt, on your other shouts, are they... Would you say they've been like up there for P- PFA player of the year or just like considerations and nominees? Um, 
bit of both, really. Like for, for the like of for the likes of like Grealish, for example. I think Grealish is right up there, to be honest. Uh, without yeah. without him, Villa would Dave would know. But yesterday, obviously, yeah. they they lacked him massively against Leicester. But yeah, I, I don't know where Villa would be without Grealish. And realistically, he's got them to a. Obviously, they've been a great team generally, and it's not just all Grealish, but it's a huge part of how good they've been this season. I just considering to, they um, finished seventeenth as well. I just wanted to say very quickly before we move on. Obviously, they do six candidates. So if we Ooh. had to make a six, obviously, okay. like yeah, let's do each six then just quickly because we do need to move on. But obviously, Diaz and uh, Bruno and probably Gundogan are probably nailed on for me. I, I do all agree with that. Yeah. They're all nailed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then maybe Grealish, I'd say, probably deserves to be in there. Yeah, um, I think Salah yeah. deserves to be in there and mm. will be in there. Kane, Kane's got to be in there for me. Yeah, I'd say so, Grealish, yeah, so Grealish, Grealish, yeah, yeah, spot on. Yeah, Salah over KDB. Obviously, there's still time to uh, go in there, because of that injury, yeah. I, I probably, probably will miss out. I feel like because he won it last year as well, players will think like because it's based off player votes, isn't it? Yeah, that's um, true. I don't think players will vote for De Bruyne. Um, so De Bruyne, De Bruyne has ten assists this season, same as Bruno. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. I feel like De Bruyne, I'm not going to go into massive detail because we do need to move on, but he's had a fairly quiet season by his standards, but to yeah. other people's standards, it's still a world-class season. I think it's his goals that have let him down. He's only got three, and I think two of them are pens, um, or one of them. Um, but, yeah, I... I don't know. I mean, he's a victim think, of his own success, to be honest. Yeah, um, he's one of the few players who you can say that to. Um, but yeah, I think the six for me is Gundogan, Diaz, Bruno, Salah, Kane, and Grilla. Yeah, I, agree I with think that. it's kind of impossible to leave out someone like Kane or even Salah. Um, obviously, Gundogan, Bruno, and Diaz are nailed on. So then, I think you've got one left for either more like, more than likely just Greenish or. Someone else takes the rest of the season by the scruff of the neck, fully. Yeah, um, I'll say quickly. Um, I, I think as well um, that Bruno will win, um, simply simply because I think um, players or fans and pundits they just they, they love them to you know, bits. They, they like they like yeah they like um, and they like attacking players. They like, just they just I don't know where it is. It's just defensively. Surely like, Gundogan would. They, they don't really get they don't really get credit. Good one, yeah, I suppose. For that reason, Thomas Bruno's Soshek been, getting it. I think, I think Bruno's been. <laughs> no, I think the, the reason is because Bruno's had his impact, the same impact he has like Diaz has had. Do you know? Yeah. And it's just that difference between um, Bruno's and Tatham midfielder. Um, he's more in favour to get you know those kind of awards, and also um, Bruno without take up Bruno from Man United were the same as Arsenal, maybe even worse. Take out Diaz from Man City, they're still up there. Do you know what I'm saying? With, uh, like I think another coming, important thing as well is uh, kind of similar to what I was saying about Stones as well earlier. Um, just as a final thing before we move on. Um, I think the whole defensive structure of City has changed. Diaz has been phenomenal for City, but the shape they play, I think, also ensures that they're a bit less vulnerable than they used to be. Like on turnovers, they used to really, really be hurt, but I think they're far better than they used to be defensively. Like even... Just the, the system they play. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so yeah, that that was my thing. Um, me, um, Bruno for player of the year, PFA player of the year, and then Diaz for young player of the year. Um, so now we can we can move on now to um, the Milan. You know, the, the European games, Milan Milan derby. Um, Inter actually walked over Milan. Love to see it all over them. Yeah, I, yeah, I do prefer Inter Milan personally. Um, they take a, a, a four-point lead now in the title race. Um, do you think, think that that's it now? Do you think into walk it from there? Yeah, maybe not walk it, but not I can't see anyone like Milan was so underwhelming yesterday. Like it's one of them. It's Milan, a damaging result. I just can't see him coming back to be from honest, now. Though, Handanovic had a phenomenal game, which stopped the score going. I think it was one 0 he stopped it going to one-one, which could have been decisive. But he made some great saves and. Uh, AC just they struck, they couldn't even get into the game I think first twenty minutes either but generally yeah they were really underwhelming. I'm just glad to see Ibra failing it yet again another club. 
Hang on a second. <laughs> I wouldn't say Hang fail. On a second. I might have that for a second. What? Fail at another club. Why? He's one of the most decorated well, he wasn't in the recent history of the game. He wasn't Phil? successful at United. He's not successful at AC Milan. Well, he was that successful at um, United. He could I'd say he's been. I want to say he hasn't been not successful at United. He is like 55 ego, years old. He right was now. unsuccessful. Considering he said he was going to come and conquer England, didn't he only manage like 12 I'll tell you what, Dan, we'll get him on 30. the board and we'll see what he has. <laughs> okay. No, in the league, he didn't get 30 in the league. Near 20, I think it was. He was like 18. And he pretty much. Wait, we're going to. I'm, I'm getting this up now. <laughs> so am I. Just, just bear with me a sec. But the, I think the fact that he's still he's still up there doing what he's doing at the age of 39. Isn't he, isn't he one of the top, top goal scorers in, in, in... Yeah, he's, he's up there. I can understand why some people don't like him, but to say he's not been successful, that is quite disrespectful. No, he's played 13, just... scored 14 and assisted one this season. The guy's like 50, or probably 40. Yeah, no, I'm not, not saying that yeah. he's... But he's, 13 he goes on about how good he is. Yeah, his ego is, how... has always been inevitable, though. Like, it, it can be a good and a bad thing. It's quite funny, to be fair. Uh, I just don't <laughs> get like where he gets his off. ego from. Like, yeah, it's not like a Ronaldo goals. or something, but he yeah. has a Ronaldo-level ego. If you wanted his Premier League stats, he scored 17 and assisted 5 in 28. Yeah, I just checked it, but I didn't want to say it. didn't want to say it, because that's actually a really good return. <laughs> yeah. In fairness, I right, think he did quite a lot of at United. Anyway... Anyway, <laughs> to not go off topic, Inter in general, they're a really impressive outfit. They probably pinned in um, AC early on, and it's really good to see also, um, what's his name, uh, Christian Eriksen find a way into the Inter setup. Be yeah, pretty decisive. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Probably best move on to Liga, actually. Very interesting yeah, uh, weekend um, in Liga. PSG um, having battered Barcelona for one, they then um, failed to win against Monaco. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a strange it's a strange season Monaco for PSG, really good especially especially in, in the league. Um, I, I just want to pose a question to you guys: Do you think they can win the league from here? Do you think someone else is gonna? What PSG? Yeah, um, they don't look can. convincing whenever I watch them, which is why I put them to lose against Barcelona. But they just pull, pulled it out of the park somehow. But that's two games in a row. They've not looked at all good. Well, I mean, they didn't watch them against Monaco, but they lost, obviously. And I mean, they're only, nice, they're only they four points very, away. Very poor. Be fair. Yeah, that's, I think they're still definitely. They've not favorites. beat any of the top four this season. They just they just don't look good when I watch them. Like, I watched them, as I said, against Nice, and they were unlucky to. They were lucky to even get a point. I mean, like, if they were to get a point, they didn't, didn't deserve anything. We're just, they don't the think. The thing is. Really. is it's better now for the neutrals, you know. Like it's it's actually kind of tight now. There's some great you leagues know, PSG, building up this PSG year. PSG is isn't was really... walking away with it this time. But Bar City, Bar Bar the Prem, there's some really competitive leagues. Like yeah. This season. You're welcome. I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's everyone fun, else, think, everyone else did win. Leo, Leon, and obviously Monaco won. And I still think you've got to make PSG favourites, but I think there's a definite possibility that they could not win it this year. No. I wouldn't say favourites, but. I, just, uh, I don't know. I'd like, say they when they get Neymar like, back, probably. It's only a four-point gap. You know, they could easily just not lose a game for the rest of the season and win every game. Like, I doubt that happens, to be honest. I think they'll drop points soon again. We'll see. <laughs> we'll Poch has already lost two out of his first eight games. Yeah. Right, that's... It's kind of... I know they were without Neymar last night, but you've... I know they're not like a city level squad, but you've got to work around injuries and to lose two out of your opening eight games, it's not exactly the best sign. Yeah, true. But I still think they'll win the league and as they showed against Barcelona, I think they could have a good crack at the Champions League as well. Still. Yeah. Fair, fair play yeah. to PSG, they really surprised me though. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, we can um, move on to um, the... La Liga, actually. Very um, interesting. Very interesting. Um, Atletico did, 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 in fact, lose. So, the gap is only now between them and Real Madrid. It's only three now, but they still have a game in hand. Real Madrid um, are just inevitable, you... aren't they? That they end up near that top or at top. Like, Well, I was, I was actually going to say, do you think um, Real Madrid could come back from, from this now? Do you think they could actually win the title? I think, yeah. What do you think? The, se- the season the final you know? is going to be the game between them in a couple of weeks. 
I think yeah. there's one more yeah. game and then they play each other. I think that's going to sort of decide if Real Madrid can win that and they might have the momentum to kick on. But I think if Atletico, Atletico can avoid defeat, I think they'll be fine. They, Atletico yeah. just got to play how they have been playing and not not like panic or anything like that with the position they're in, you know, being was being 10 points clear and now only three, um, which is how quickly football can change. Obviously got a game in hand as well. So that's what they were bearing in mind. But yeah, it's a very open tight race. And obviously Barca, um, then if you guys saw Clomo and Longley, what a defender. Yeah, they um, drew to Cadiz with another Fernandez scoring a penalty. Uh, yeah, it was an 89 minute inevitable. Well, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> is, is he Portuguese or probably Spanish? I, I don't think he's Portuguese, no. Fuming. He spelled it E-Z, so oh, I don't think fraud. he's Portuguese. Um, the better one. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Barca obviously also dropped points, but they have long gone out of the title race. So. Who, who's even third? In they are third. But they're Barca, yeah, but Barca. Barca are third, my days. Yeah. How are they letting yeah. Barca be third? <laughs> Should be about 20th, that's so bad. <laughs> I still think Atletico will win it. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, one can, that's yeah, yeah. I, I think so as well. I, say, if, uh, I feel like Madrid aren't consistent enough. Real recently, they have really been consistent, though. They always manage to pull it out of the park when it matters. If, um, just a quick note before we move on to the Bundesliga finally, before our Champions League predictions. If Sevilla win tonight, they actually do go third. It's their game in hand. Okay, come on, come up with Sevilla. <laughs> Might feel better now. Yeah. Also sooner for them, a... so they should win that, really. I need to see an Enya Nizri hat trick to get him another player month on FIFA. Mm. No, I do not want to see that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, Bundesliga now, yeah. I suppose, before we move on. You can, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, Leipzig, they, they close the gap um, at the top to two points now. Um, it's actually, it's actually, pre- uh, yeah, like, like Matt said, um, the whole, the you know, the leagues now, except for the Premier League, it's getting much more competitive now. And I don't um, think Bayern have been at that best either. And I watched them against Frankfurt. They, they, they were really bad against uh, Frankfurt. They were lucky to even just lose 2-1. I think they could have scored as well, like a few, but generally they're high line, like... I can't really see them getting far even in Europe or anything. Bayern, Bayern always remind me of um, well, Bayern this season remind me of Liverpool. Like you just expect them to do well. Like, like every game for me, um, maybe I'm being naive, but maybe I, I just like they have such a good squad and yeah, um, they were I so also, good last season. I, I just, like, I just, I'm kind of surprised they've been so far clear at the top. To be honest, they haven't looked at all good to me whenever I've seen them play. Yeah, it's just our scoring teams like the 2-3-3 yeah. in midweek or something. And I mean, they, 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 scored, they scored the most goals, 62, but it's also conceded 31, which is the same as Dortmund, which they end their six. wild. But like, you can just watch Bayern Munich and you can tell it's not the same team. They just, they yeah. don't look at it at all, in my opinion. So I'd be even like, maybe Leipzig won't win it just because Obviously, a young manager and stuff is quite a big, big feat to win the league at that point. But and obviously, dispossessing Bayern to to win the league would be pretty wild. I don't but... think they've got the consistency. I just feel like if it got down to like five games to go and they needed to win them all. I just could see them slipping up. Yeah, I could see Bayern just winning all five. Does anyone Dogs see are even that good? Sabitzer's goal, by the way, in that Unbelievable. game, ridiculous goal. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, guys, crazy, it's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, look it up. And sensational goal. I just wanna I just wanna um actually touch on Dortmund. They're currently sixth right now. Thirty six points. Did they play outside the, the top four? I don't know, they played Schalke and beat them like seventeen nil, <laughs> didn't they? That Holland Out- goal was mad. Yeah. I just remember outside the top four by, by six points, right? If if they're if they plan to keep the likes of Santa and, and Haaland, do they need to get in the top four or, or will they stay on it anyway? Like, uh, Holland ain't stinking up the Europa. No question, but I think both could very highly a lot of chance of leaving. But I think they've also got players like to replace as well, um, like that Makuku guy. The fact he's sixteen was he sixteen or seventeen? But I think he's sixteen. He's, the guy's sixteen. He's already playing for them, scoring goals. They've 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 already got a Holland replacement while Holland is still at the club. Like they're a crazy world. No, club. I don't think. I think that's a bit too far. You're not going to replace all of Haaland's goals. I wouldn't quite say that, like what I'm saying, but his goal record, obviously, similar to what Haaland's was, is crazy at a younger level, but it's just whether he can translate that into league, which he has so been doing ne- when he's playing. My next question would be then, do you think they will get in the top oh, It's going to be a struggle, isn't it? They're, they're about oh, six no, no, no. points off, and 
Wolfsburg and Frankfurt, who currently occupy the top four, are both in great form. So, like, it, it's such I mean, a lack of consistency. It's really. going to be a struggle for them. Like, obviously, they've got uh, Haaland, Sancho, so they're going to score pretty much every game. But the defense has been incredibly leaky, and everyone goes on about yeah. how they always have a bright future. But if they're sixth and they've got these players up front, like, how bad are they mm. going to be when they go? Like, obviously, they've got a good. When Marco Rose comes and they get good defenders, that's a different ball game. Yeah, but, but Haaland then, and Sancho are world class players. Like, you did say. Yeah, I know you said about that they have to get top four, but surely the prospect of working under a top coach like Marco Rose could keep them to stay for another season and then find out what's happening and then maybe leave if well, things if you're Haaland and you've got the prospects of going to City, Liverpool, for example, they're not going to fork out for him, um, or Madrid or Barca, just examples like that. You're not going to wait for Marco Rose. No, of course, but you don't want to make Europa the same League. mistake of just joining a big club too early. I know Haaland's a big exception. I think the only time make a mistake. I think the only time Haaland could make a mistake is by going to Chelsea. Yeah. True. Yeah, I think that'd be a poor move. Yeah, that'd just be because he's, he doesn't want to stay at Dortmund, and I think that would speak. He's got Raiola as his agent, Dortmund, to be fair, so if, can't keep if, him. Um, if a Real Madrid or something came in for him, then Raiola would force that move, I'm sure. But, yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, well, yeah, I think, I think we should move on now um, to our UCL predictions. Um, that's coming up um, today, actually. Yeah, um, Atletico... No, tomorrow, sorry. Tomorrow. Atletico Madrid um, is playing Chelsea tomorrow uh, at 8 o'clock. Um UK time. <laughs> so I just want to ask you guys who do you think will win? Atletico for me. Atletico for me. Yeah, same. Although they're missing Carrasco and Jimenez, they might be missing more as well. Um, I feel like Chelsea just aren't good enough. It's just <laughs> yeah. too early of a game, I, I don't think. think they match them. Do you think um, a team of that calibre? Do you think they'll win both legs do you think he'll be tight do you think he'll be probably a winner easy? or something like that to be honest like, it's going to be tight with yeah I, can't I think Atletico will be in control like... but Chelsea will give them all it's going to be a very expensive game of chess really because obviously you've got Tuchel and you've got Simeone <laughs> like both are sort of well, not built from the back, but Chelsea so far have been quite tight at the back and not scored that much despite dominating games. Like, it'd be an intriguing game to watch, but I think Atletico will have a little bit too much. And Obviously, Suarez in the Champions League has got a very good track record, especially in the, in the latter stages and against English clubs. So that bodes well for him and Atletico there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I do think Atletico will, will progress as well. Um, and then, so there's another game tomorrow as well that's going on. Um, Lazio versus Bayern Munich. Um, we've been talking about Bayern Munich, how they've been not um, not as convincing as they as, they, as we've seen them being. But against Lazio, surely Bayern progress. I think it'll be harder Lazio. than people think. Like Lazio, have only lost one league game in the last few months, which is quite good for them. I, I still think Bayern will have too much, but I think it'll be tighter than people think. I think Lazio will go through. That's serious. Really? Yeah. Really. You, you're always trying to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, you're not wrong to be fair, but I actually don't. I don't rate Bayern at all, and I, I think it just wouldn't surprise me. What do you Champions mean you don't rate Bayern? Winners went out last year. Uh, went out this year, sorry. Champions League winners often go out quite early, so it wouldn't surprise me. At all. Well, they haven't been. They haven't been as good as they were last season, but they had such high standards last season, though. Like Lewandowski still there. Like obviously they brought in Sane. No, but like, even that Barca there. game, Barca, for example, like obviously they absolutely battered them. But Barca had a lot of chances, they just didn't take them. If teams take their chance against Bayern, I don't see any reason why they can't. They had, they had, about, they had about three chances. And they would, but Bayern's, some, some Bayern's high line is very, very problematic now that I'm sure a lot of teams would know how to bypass it. I do agree. They, I do, they, they are, they are um, leaky at, at the back, but I, I still think they, they, the squad's just too much, let's say, in my opinion. I love a good what, controversial prediction. I do. I, I, what? what? I'm going three one uh, a team like what you said a minute ago about taking the chances. I believe that could happen, but not Lazio. I just don't think they'll have enough. Yeah. I think Lazio either go through or get battered. Don't know when. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so I'll take two one Lazio first leg and Lazio go through. <laughs> I'll go for uh, two one Bayern. Yeah, I'll go for three nil Bayern. Three nil. Actually, three one happening. As I said, with what I said. Well, that wraps up um, 
two more, episodes, two more games, guys. Um, no, two more games. Uh, <laughs> well, you're trying to, trying to avoid talking about City just because you don't want to. <laughs> we see you. We see you, Demo. Don't worry. Everyone on, on the pod, I, I just didn't really want uh, Dan to um, um, go on about City. That's why I tried to wrap it up. <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, City um, play Mitch and Gladbach as well. Um, and then the other, the other ties, Real Madrid versus Atlanta. Um, Dan, I'll, I'll come to you first. Um, City versus Mitch and Gladbach. Do you, do you think um, there's a chance you, you guys can go out to, to them? If you'd have asked me two days ago, I'd have said, yeah. But then I've checked the recent form, I've checked how bad defensively they are, and I've checked the league position, and I've just got more and more confident, which may come to back. hat trick incoming then? Like, <laughs> that's it. I may come back and eat my own words, but I, I just don't see us losing. I don't even see us conceding uh, to anyone, let alone Munch and Gladbach. So I think we'll go through comfortably. I, I want to get the game like buried. The leg buried. Oh my god, the tie buried. There we go god, in the first leg. Is is it me? Um, so we uh, can uh, rest. Is it me or do do, do, do City play Mitch and Gladbach and do Real Madrid play Atlanta every year? Like I swear, oh, I this can't remember the last time Real Madrid played. Well, you, I mean, City has played Gladbach twice in the group stages before. I think. I was going to say we always play German teams, whether it's Gladbach, Schalke. Won't be Schalke anytime soon. Um. No, but we played them um, last season, I, I remember think. That, that free it might Did you play Mitchell Gladbach last season? A couple of years ago, I think. I think with the Atalanta. No, we didn't play them in the, the group Atalanta stage last season. Voices, mate. I don't mean they haven't played each other. I probably am. Yeah, I probably I'm probably am. Probably am. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> pretty unanimous for City to go through. What matter? Have you got a controversial oh, I, I opinion here? A, I love a controversial opinion, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to say City. I think Mitchell Gladbach would give them a right game, but I think City would just be far too good. I think City will just dominate both both legs. Um, there's no there's no real chance. Richard Gladbach will go through. I'd be amazed if they do. I think this um, next so one that just will leads um, us. cause a little bit more disagreement. Ooh, yeah, it's, it's a really at, interesting tie. This one. Atalanta versus Real Madrid. Well, I'm gonna go to Matt first because I, I I just want to see. What he <sighs> it's it's really tough for me. It's really tough because part of me wants to be like, all right, Atalanta will go through because I, I don't think Real Madrid are like unbelievable. But then part of me is also like, Real Madrid always pull it out of the bag when it matters. So, I, was, oh, I don't know, it's so, it's so tough. I think Real Madrid will absolutely edge it, like 2-1 maybe. It wouldn't surprise me if Atalanta went through, but I think Real Madrid will edge it, like 2-1 first leg and go I through. Think, I think Atalanta will win the first leg and then Real Madrid will then bounce back and then beat them. Oh, don't um, get it twisted, Emerson just getting a hat-trick, but yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be a tough game. Um, I don't think Madrid will have too much. I'd say first leg, maybe a draw. Second leg, Real Madrid. Well, not run away, but maybe two 0 win, something like that. I just probably do a professional job of the Champions experience. I just it is hard to see them go out this early on after they went out against City. What round was it last last year? Sixteen. Yeah, I, it's hard 16. to see them go out uh, round sixteen two years in a row. But who knows? Danny got on. Dan. Dan. I think Atalanta will go through. Um, it's my yes, turn for opinion this round. Um, <laughs> but I just I don't rate Madrid. I don't feel like, like Ethan said, he thinks they've got enough. I don't Neither, think they've honest, got enough. Especially with the injuries um, they've had. Their attack just... The injuries, I think, as well. Anymore. They learned out Erdogan. Um, but like injuries in general. They've been starved um, with quite a few players, so it'll be a be a really really tough tie. And I'm just very unsure. Is, ha- is Hazard still injured? Was he back? Injured? Uh, I, think. I don't know. I think he's still injured. <laughs> he doesn't make a difference. Hundred percent. I've, go got, I've got you had your agenda. I go for another controversial opinion. So wait for that. No, no, that's not the case. I was genuinely just thinking. Like <laughs> I, I'm really unsure. Like generally, because I think it could easily go either way. Atalanta obviously gave up PSG a really good game last year until Neymar and Mbappe turned out. But who's going to pull out the bag for Real Madrid? Do you guys think? Like Benzema. Benzema. Benzema is a Yeah. Ramos. No, my bad. Don't forget, I said Ramos. <laughs> oh yeah, he's injured. not even. It's Ramos fit. Isn't he? Yeah. I forget Ramos isn't fit. That could change everything. That actually could change a lot. Oh. Actually, I think Benzema's actually in a race to be fair as well. I think he missed the weekend. Is it actually? If really? Benzema's out, 
then I struggle to see. I'm leaning more towards Atalanta, I can't lie, but... Oh, Whoa, I don't know. You, you oh, can't I'm sticking roll. with Madrid. I haven't heard that. Wait. To be fair, I haven't jumped on the bag one because I said it would be like unbelievably tight. I can't, I can't pick. So, you know, I, mean, I did say, I did say, I'm No, I'm no, um, no, no. I, I said, I said, uh, Alanza will um, beat um, Madrid this, this tie. I just think um, so Madrid, with all, all of their experience in the Champions League, I think they'll just just do enough in the second leg. I'm going to stick with through. that, yeah. All their experience left when Ronaldo hmm? left. All yeah, Casemiro and Modric and just all left as soon as Ronaldo left. <laughs> exactly. Nah, I'm, I think this is one of the hardest guys <laughs> we've got with. That could end up completely wrong, but I think it'll be a really, really good tie. I'm intrigued to see how, how it happens. I guess we have to wait and see. Um, but that does, in fact, now wrap up the um, episode um, of the Big Six podcast. We... Um, I thank you guys for um, reaching this far and listening. Um, thanks for all the support so far. Um, if you want to get get in touch and interact with us, um, we'll, you can find us on, on Twitter at Big Six Pods is our is our handle. Um, we we're looking to do more like interactive stuff on Twitter as well, so you can get um, involved in all of that stuff. And um, any guests, um, we're looking to bring guests on as well um, for like the when the lads of you know Kay's not here. Um, Joe's not here. I'm not here. Um, I think I think Matt and Ethan's been here for, like the whole thing. So big I don't six laws, mate. Um, Spot yeah. on. <laughs> I've got big six posters all around my room. <laughs> um, oh god! Why do we always say something stupid? Yeah, just wrap it up to Bill, mate. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> um, yeah, we we appreciate you guys a lot for. Um, for, for tuning in and listening and all the support we get again is is much appreciated um any suggestions we're, we're welcome to take them on board um i know i know some people have already given us suggestions we thank them again um so yeah um this is just me closing off and have a good week <laughs>